What's up, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of Lombox presents the Cup of Price Top 10 for the week ending January 22nd with a special panel today. It's a Bird City takeover with Lords of Lombox. <laughs> While you guys are congregating, I'm Anthony doesn't know it, but I'm going to give away some of his shit today. So uh, while you guys oh. are congregating, let's uh, say the word. Good, everybody. Welcome to Lords of Longbox Presents the Cup Price Top 10 for the week ending January 22nd. As usual, I have Laura with me. Say what's good to the people, Laura. Hey, guys. I'm excited to have Anthony here tonight. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, the list is pretty solid. I do miss JB. Hopefully, we'll have him on Thursday. But in the meantime, Ant, you're a good fill-in. Yeah, Ant, I appreciate you guys me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do my best, JB. I'll, I'll lean in real close to the mic and i'll sound as sultry as possible as i <laughs> attempt to read this, this your, stuff your, uh, do your internal casey Kasem is what he did so uh yeah <laughs> uh once again this show is brought to our friends over at coverprice.com go to coverprice.com for a two-week free trial or 6.99 a month for your price guides collections and trends this year top 10 list every tuesday and every thursday for the comic book shakers we're also on podcast so alexa play lords of the long box podcast on spotify also, oh, shit, it worked. On Amazon Music. Dang it, hold on. Ah, see? 
use or show a sponsor uh, is probably sponsored by our friends over at Bird City Comics who are here today. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. Um, nothing is dropping this Friday, but uh, they got some exciting stuff um, that they'll maybe share with you or not. Um, also, uh, during last week's show, one of the comments people said, um, hey, can you guys do a giveaway for the people who watch on the Rewind? Because we have like, you know, uh, we had 1,700 people watch, but, you know, um, you know, but only 130 live viewers. So this week, leave a comment after this video post, and we're going to give away something on Thursday show. I like them apples. Oh, I like that. That makes sense. Gives everybody yeah. a fair shot. Gives everybody go. a fair shot. So who knows? Maybe I'll pop a question on tonight's show, too. You don't even know. You won't even know. Just pay attention to the clues that we drop. I'm just saying. Uh, once again, this is Cup Price Top 10, looking at the uh, biggest sales of the week uh, that are in incrementally and as far as percentage-wise. So, well, that means the same thing anyway. Um, but uh, very interesting list because it's very timely. Like, it, 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 it literally news just dropped, like, you know, a couple of days ago, and it's already on the list, this list. And you'll see as we go on. But what do we have, for, as uh, usual, we have a runner-up. What do we have for this week's runner-up? All right, the runner-up almost made the list. We have Body Bags number one from Dark Horse came out in 1996. The comic book community continues to take emotionally taxing hits at another creator that has passed away. Last week, Jason Pearson, the writer and artist of the series Body Bags, passed away. Aside from the series, Pearson also worked on Grendel, Batman Gotham Knights, and illustrated covers for Robin and the Amazing Spider-Man. However, Body Bags was the title he was most known for in the comic community. The series followed a father-daughter pair of bounty hunters on their various violent ventures. We tracked 15 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 116% with a high sale of $119.99 for a CGC 9.4. So I'm assuming it's just because the creator passed away that it's that people bought it. Um, that's... I mean, you know, I mean, sadly, that's a that's a thing in our in our community, you know, where, uh, you know, you know, it happened with George Perez and, and you know, other art artists or writers who pass away and people, you know, get their books similar to the art world. Right. If, um, you know, a Neil famous artist. Yeah. If a name is famous artist pass away, then, yeah, you know, Neil Adams passed away. I thought you would say Neil Gaiman. I said, no, he has to live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so body bags number one from Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics, nineteen ninety six. Ah, the good old days, nineteen ninety six. That was I, I remember this when it when it came out. It was uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And uh, a returning champion that uh, is barely clinging on, man, but it's still on here. Ooh. Oh, jeez, here we go. All right, guys, we're into the top ten, right? So this is a uh, book number ten, uh, the Amazing Spider Man, Salvo, uh, Salvador La Roca. This is the Hustle Eminem limited to five thousand. Uh, Marvel, obviously, from 2002. Let's see. Uh, who knew a rap battle between Eminem and Spider-Man would garner so much interest? This book is still going strong and is maintaining the momentum that propelled it into our top 10 since its release. The fire, the, the fire beneath this book is due to, to, to the relative scarcity of high-grade copies as they were shipped poorly, uh, leading to 9.8 and above books selling for high premiums. Still, this book has become a grail for many. Uh, sending them to the aftermarket to acquire it. We tracked 18 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 134% with 
with a high sale of $1,100 for a CGC 9.8 copy with a raw near mint uh, going for about a buck 76. That is, this is insane. Uh, they, they want you to roll your R's. They want you to say Salvador La Roca. La Roca. Salvador <laughs> La Roca. There you go. There you go. Ant has, has popped his cherry with his first Lord's uh, Eight? With his first Lord's show. There you go. I felt like I was back in grade school where you know you read ahead when you know when your paragraph's coming. Yeah. <laughs> just, just take your time. Do it right. We can do it. I do it all night. Anyway, uh, number 10 on the list is ASM number one, the Salvador La Roca Hustle M&M Limited to 5,000. A CCC 9.8 for 1,100. That's incredible. That's absolutely that is, incredible. That is nuts. There's also some other weird covers out there. Like uh, I think there's a, what was it, a debut? David Bowie cover or something like that. If people are looking for any like music artist that's going to appear now, like, you know, I'm assuming there's going to be some crazy Lady Gaga booker or some crazy shit like that. Beyonce. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just a trend. I, I see people doing, I mean, yeah. it's going to start with rap. A, is it kind of interesting that the, the companies that are getting these books for releases, like aren't even shipping them properly. I mean, I guess that's cool for the aftermarket because it's making less near mint copies, but exactly. yeah, I guess. Like, the ironic thing is, I think Hustle Entertainment is Eminem's company, um, okay. right? If if I'm yeah. not mistaken, and the irony is that uh, Eminem is a huge humble collector. Like like uh, he has an amazing, he has like amazing, uh, like a high grade amazing fantasy fifteen. Uh, Google it; it's a thing. Um, and I remember he was uh, somebody was talking to his manager about it, and he was talking about all the books that you know Eminem has. He's you know a lot of these rappers grew up uh, you know you know reading comic books. I mean, most famously like Wu Tang, uh, you know, and Run the Jewels is another rap group that's always associated with comic books. But uh, this list is number ten on the list: Big Spider-Man, number one, the Salvador La Roca. I'm just gonna keep on saying that the Eminem variant. All right, what do we got for number nine? All right, number nine. We have The Amazing Spider-Man, number 17. This is Ed McGuinness, cover E. It's a 1 in 25 that came out in 2023. Rec Rap or Parker Backwards is still going strong, especially with this being the only variant to feature him on the cover. The community is still determining if he will be a throwaway or a mainstay, but they feel confident enough to secure a copy of his first appearance. Another first appearance of the Insidious Six adds to the fanfare. We tracked 36 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 99% with a high sale of $26 for a raw copy and a near-mint fair market value at about $19. This is interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. So Parker backwards is Rick Park. Rick, Rick Rap is Parker backwards. Sure, yeah. why not? Uh, yeah. Sure, why not? But you know, like I always say, like Amazing Spider-Man and Batman. Anytime they introduce a new character, typically they get a they get really hot, you know. And then you know they'll eventually cool down. I mean, we all remember Red Goblin, right? You know, and then the reveal right. on that. So yeah. So number nine list, Amazing Spider-Man number seventeen, the Ed McGinnis cover E, one in twenty-five variant, top sale, raw dog, twenty-six bones. What do we got for number eight? All right, going to number eight, we have the Amazing oh, like Spider-Man number fourteen. Second print, Ed, Ed McGinnis is back again, black and white, one to 25. Let's see. While the dame behind the mask, Jean Godby, uh, debuted long ago, her first proper appearance as Hollow's Eve was in this book. Fan reception for the new villain was tremendous, enough to help propel this book to, the, to a second printing. Hollow's Eve also has a solo title set to debut after the Dark Web storyline, and the fan base is gearing up for it. We track 16 copies sold. 
at a seven-day trend of 231% with a high sale of 205 bones for a raw copy and a near mint. Uh, let's see, near mint fair market value of $151. I'm digging this cover, man. Very um, yeah. kind of hobgoblinish with the with the pumpkins and what. Uh, I mean, perfect for Halloween comic covers when uh, October comes around. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it evokes. Yeah, it definitely evokes. I mean hobgoblin which god you know i really wish they'd bring him on live action but we'll see if ed Leeds uh, ends up being uh uh hobgoblin in the asm all right so amazing spider-man number 14 this is the second print of ed mcginnis black and white one in 25 variant coming in at number eight and as i uh aforementioned uh show there was some uh properties that got optioned um by amazon and sure enough people started buying snatching them up what do we got for number seven Perfect example. We got Sex Criminals number one. This came out in 2013, published by Image. This book is making the Comics Code Authority roll over in its grave. It features a storyline about two people, Susie and John, who figure out they can stop time and steal whatever they want when they orgasm. <laughs> Odd, but promising enough. So that was recently reported optioned by Amazon. It, okay. Odd but promising enough so that it was recently reported reportedly optioned by Amazon. Maybe somebody in the chat can confirm if that's 100% a go. We tracked 23 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 179% with a high sale of $122 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a raw near mint fair market value of 19. So it was recently reportedly optioned. Yeah, Do we know uh, comicbook.com uh, reported, and they're they're pretty reputable. Um, okay. And it was an overall. Matt Fraction has an overall deal with uh, Amazon, so um, mm. I mean, I have every one of the variants of this, by the way. Um, it and and it's just a quick notation is the couple have they orga have to orgasm together in order for time to stop, so Aww. they both That's orgasm sweet. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it it's a wild premise for a story. So then you know they stop time and they rob banks. Uh, yeah, but they I was gonna say this doesn't to... sound like an awe moment. Like oh, so sweet, Aww, so cute. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> number seven on the list is sex criminals. Number one. <laughs> By the way, if you Google sex criminals, you're gonna get a, a lot of Chris Hansen posts. So be careful. Yeah. Um, you're definitely yeah. gonna want to plug in the creative team just to make sure you get the right sex yeah. criminals. You're looking put for. in sex criminals oh. comic or sex criminals image. Well, I don't even put in image now, now that I think about it. That you may be pulling up some weird shit there too. Uh, number seven on the list, sex criminals. Number one. What do we got for number five? Another one. No, we're on to. Is it uh, okay? So hey. for number six, we oh, number got six. I'm sorry. No, you're all good. Bitch Planet number one. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Following a theme here, uh, especially by Amazon. Bitch Planet is a number uh, is another book reportedly set uh, to be adapted by Amazon into a TV series. And this one features a more PG-13 rating. Interesting. Uh, with a world full of criminals. And uh, uh, let's see. A prison opens off planet solely populated by women. Orange mm -hmm. is the new black in space. Anyone? Uh, this excited fans as we tracked 42 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 158% with a high sale of $85 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a raw near-mint fair market value at $11. And this is created by, uh, at least partially, Kelly Sue McCormick. Um, I th are they a husband and wife team? I, I think she's she's married to somebody. I was, I was I was reading up on it, but this is this is one of the ones that I miss. I mean, the, the print runs on these could not have been that big. Um, it was created by Valentin Delandro and Kelly Sue McCormick. Uh, it won the 2014 Best 
Ryder Eisner Award nominee for Kelly uh, for Kelly Sue uh, Kelly Kelly Sue DeConnick. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So yeah, but uh, I can't imagine just you know you scrolling doing your you know little Jimmy seeing bitch planet on this Amazon you know. But you know why not Amazon? They did the boys right. That was pretty nuts. Invincible. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty nuts. I mean you know things to watch out for. Bitch planet. Uh, it's it's not a it's a, it's not a planet for all Karens by the way if you're <laughs> wow. all right well, what do we have for number five number five Venom number fifteen by E J Sue this is the cover D one in twenty five ratio that came out in twenty twenty three so far the dark web storyline has the interest of the community and has offered several fantastic covers this one in twenty five from E J Sue is stunning and immediately became the variant to get even outpacing the limited books. How could it not with a blood red cover and the hand of Spider-Man reaching from a wicked tooth maw? Glorious. We tracked 47 copies sold at a seven day trend of 146% with a high sale of $60 for a raw copy and a near mint fair market value of $44. I love this cover. I don't have it. I'm digging this one. Yeah, Guy McHale brings up a, a big point. He goes, Amazon options don't hold weight. Look at Paper Girls. Paper Girls was a damn good show and they canceled. I, but I would say Netflix even more so is doesn't like Warrior Nun, uh Warrior Nun, they canceled for no good reason at all. Uh 1899, Laura's favorite show. They, they canceled, canceled with good reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I mean, it sucks when you invest yourself into a whole season and then they don't do it. Um, the good thing is, you know, a lot of times the creators are like saying, you know, but there's so many other avenues now that I can shop this property that I can, I can, I can maybe, you know, hopefully Amazon will pick it up or somebody like that. You know, um, you know, obviously Disney has its own thing. Apple TV is another uh, place you can go. Hell, Paramount Plus. I mean, it, it's amazing all the different streaming platforms that you can do. Apple TV stuff is really high quality stuff. If you haven't seen it, um, I'm watching a. I'm watching this show called Slow Horses right now, which is like a MI5, MI6, like uh, espionage thing with Gary Oldman. Oldham, Oldman. It's pretty good. Um, so if you haven't, uh, things that Tebow have watched, so that you should watch. The Rig on Amazon is also excellent. If you haven't seen The Rig, go check on Amazon. Don't read anything into The Rig. Just watch <laughs> it and let it unfurl and let the story kind of just take you where it's going. Um, yeah, this is I'm a making, segment we always end up doing. Well, I'm just oh, saying I'm making a list right now from everything TiVo said because that yeah. 90s show is not doing it for me. Oh, no. Also, you need to check out The Last Kingdom and Vikings Valhalla if you're into like period dramas and kicks. I just binged like, that. Yeah. The Last Kingdom is excellent. It's five seasons. So you have a lot of stuff. I've rewatched that series at least three times because uh, mm-hmm. I uchid a bed and burr. It's it had this weird kind of like. Um, I don't know how to say it, man, like a Danish Viking accent that they do, but it's it's pretty cool, man. I really dig it, man. Uh, number five on the list is Venom number 15, uh, the Edsu Cover D, one in 25 variant. I haven't had a Venom book on, on here for a while now. Usually it's on the Shaker show, yeah. but uh, it's good to see Venom back on here. All right, what do we have for number four? All right, coming in at number four, Biker, mice from, Biker, Biker mice from Mars. What am I looking at here? Oh, man, this is this got uh, 90s uh, cartoon series all over it, doesn't it? Yes. All right. Well, we've got uh, Biker Mice from Mars, number one. It's Marvel from 1993 per comic book. The nostalgia trip uh, that is the Biker Mice from Mars is set to return. A relic of the past has been revived and slapped with a new series and a new toy line. 
This excited fans who immediately turned to the aftermarket to secure the first issue in the brief comic run. Uh, BMFM began as a TV series uh, before branching out quite the opposite for their longtime rival, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We tracked 15 copies sold at a seven day trend of 501% with a high sale of $225 uh, for a CGC 9.8 copy and a raw uh, VF fair market of about 15 bucks. Yeah, I mean, we've seen nostalgia. I mean, you guys saw what your Gargoyles book, right? That's true. You just tap into that 90s. Now mm-hmm. it is uh, radioactive black belt hamsters, and we're, we've set the gamut. There you go. You know, if uh, look it up, there was a thing. But team, when uh, team when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out, there was a, a a series that came out that tried to copy it, and they were called Radio Teenage Radioactive Black Belt Hamsters. And it, it was <laughs> it was the '90s. I don't know what to tell you, man. It was the '90s, man. It was crazy, you know. So well, I'm uh, call, I'm calling my shot right now. I say, everybody, let's start looking for Street Shark comics. Street Shark, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. give me Mac Ross. I don't care. I, I, you know, in 1993, I wasn't really into cartoons anymore because I was getting drunk and you know, all that stuff. I was 21, 22 years old at the time, so <laughs> but I was still going to my LCS, uh, uh, you know, collecting stuff, but stuff like this, you would you wouldn't even wink at you, were just like, meh, whatever, you know. But you know, it's every now and then, you never know, man. Something this is something, uh. I definitely need proof of life of. So number four on the list is biker mice from Mars. Why not? Why not? It's yeah. Why not? All right. What do we have for number three? The Atlantis Chronicles number four. We're sticking with the nineties themes. This is from 1990 published by DC. This book features the first appearance of Cordax, a green skinned ancestor to Aquaman that rivals his power. While Aquaman 2 has been put on the back burner due to the turbulence surrounding DC, it's reportedly still happening. Rumors are swirling that Cordax could appear in the sequel. While neither confirmed nor dispelled, the community is still picking up copies, just in case. We tracked 37 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 280%, with a high sale of $20 for a raw copy and a near-mint fair market value of $10. Yeah, so... I think um, your boy Jason Momoa had a meeting with James Gunn, uh, and he came out of that meeting apparently ecstatic with what's going to happen, and not necessarily Aquaman related either, because there's the rumors floating around that he could be Lobo, um, you know. But you know, James Gunn is heading up the DCU, so he's going to be looking at some different properties, you know. Like I always said, you know, DC needs to get away from the big three: Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and just tell other stories, man. They did it with Suicide Squad. I mean, look at just look at their their animated slate and it and you know it, it's awesome how these you get these crazy characters like Zatanna and Justice League Dark and you know you got you know Dead Man and all these cool characters but you don't get to see on the big screen and I think I think James Gunn give him a chance I think he can do it man put him on the big screen you know um, what do you think Ant you're into DC animation no I I think Devo nailed it the the DC animation lineup is is nuts those movies are so fantastic for being animated and they need to give us live action on the big screen I'm for anything they want to do that's an off shoot you know that's not like you said the big 3 yeah, they gave like, it to us we got it give us something else yeah. like injustice that animated movie is bonkers so basically it follows the video game where 
Superman goes rogue, and then Batman and the rest of the Justice League try to take care of him, and pretty much everybody dies. Uh, spoiler alert! But uh, <laughs> but you know, spoiler alert in, comes first, Tivo. <laughs> well, Atlanta. I mean, you know, Injustice was a is, was a fighting game, right? It wasn't really a, really a story per se. It was a story. Most games are stories, but it was a it was a fighting game. But this really fleshed it out, and it is uber violent to say the least just like justice league dark is i mean do yourself a favor if you have hbo max just you know go to they have a little thing called dc hub and you can see all the animated films um and you can kind of tell the animation style has changed throughout the years where the early days of bruce tim uh with the you know you know square shouldered batman and uh, you know it kind of rounded out and so it's 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 it, it's gotten it's always been good but it's Particularly better now. Um, I mean, and Titans is on there too if you want live action stuff. So there you go, man. So number three on the list, Atlantis Chronicles number four. What do we got for number two? Number two, Wakanda. Number four, Marvel Comics 2023. Are, are we set on Tosin as how we pronounce this name? That's how I say it. How do they say it in the movie? Tosan? Tucson? Tucson, because he's French Haitian. So, you know, oh, there you go. So, yeah. Tucson uh, quickly, <laughs> quickly became a fan favorite character with his first appearance, first appearance continuously commanding premium prices. Marvel has uh, big rumored plans for him, uh, evident in their recent introduction of his love interest, Cammy, Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. Yeah. Uh, this book marks her first appearance in another character the community feels has a bright future. This also features an awesome. Tucson cover. We tracked 82 say, uh, to copy sold at a seven day trend of 132% with a high sale of $22 for a raw copy and a near mint fair market value of $16. Yeah. So I don't know if he's ready to have a love interest. <clears throat> I mean, you know, Tucson, uh, if uh, spoiler alert at the, uh, the end credit scene of uh, Wakanda forever, you know, it, he appears to Shuri as, um, you know, the son of T'Challa. He goes, my name is Tassan. Also, they saw him, they call me uh, something T'Challa or some something like that. Uh, but it, it's a very weighty moment. Like, you know, like you can see Shuri like go through everything. And it, if you watch the movie, uh, the queen was supposed to tell Shuri before she passed away. I'm, I'm spoiler, but I'm, if you haven't seen it yet, you're not going to watch it, right? She was going <laughs> to tell... She was going to tell Shuri that, you know, uh, T'Challa had a son, uh, but she never got to because, uh, spoiler alert, she died. Uh, but Angela Bassett is get, collecting awards for it now. So uh, first Marvel uh, character to ever get a Golden Globe winning, uh, I think. I do believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, cool. so uh, the Oscar announcements came out today, but I didn't pay attention because they came out like at 6 a.m. Like, uh, but I'm pretty sure Angela, Angela Bassett got nominated for that. And the dude who played Elvis has gotten nominated Deserves it. Yeah, and yeah. Brendan and Fraser. Was it, was it Brendan Fraser and the guy from The Mummy? The yeah, yeah. yeah, The Whale. Yeah, yeah, for The Whale. But no, I, do... I think they're doing it right with this one, though. The, the character design is on point. And I know it feels really rushed, but I think that's them paying uh, homage to uh, Chadwick Boseman because we they it, it almost feels like they just want to honor him by getting another character as opposed to recast. So they're yeah. I don't want to say they're pushing this character on us, because it's really well done, but that's I think that's why it feels rushed. They want to move on from that because nobody's going to replace him and give us something fresh and new, and, yeah, and it's not bad. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and I don't see. I mean, unless there's a serious time jump, because a lot of times this is pushed by 
uh, TV shows and movies, unless there's a serious time jump, you know, I don't see Tassan having a love interest live action unless, you know, there's some type of weirdness that happens in quantum mania and there's all kinds of weird time jumps. Maybe there's an alternate re- reality where black Panther is Tassan. I don't know. I'm just spitballing there. I just, so no, you, you're some... spot on. It's like, let, let my boy get his feet planted before they give him a boo-boo to worry about. You know, I know. Right. I mean, let him get, let him finish grade school for God's sakes. God. Oh my enough. God. You know, he's got to he's gotta beat up on some villains before he can get some, some side piece, you know? Oh, whoa. Now. Hey, now first I sex criminals. Now this. All right. All right. Number two on the list is Wakanda. Number four from 2023. Raw dog, $22. All right. What's the last one on the list? Number one tonight, guys. Wait, wrong screen. Mm-hmm. Tivo, we're on body bags. Oh, okay. Where did I put number one? Hold on a second. <laughs> Good thing I, I didn't I say it first. I know. While he's looking on. that up, make sure you guys give us a thumbs up if you haven't already. It definitely helps that algorithm. So yeah, give the show a thumbs up if you can. All right. Uh, why don't you uh, hold on? Let me download it because uh, I could have swore I downloaded the graphic. If I didn't, then it's Matt. Man, it's Matt's fault. Um, yeah, Laura, definitely. Apparently, I need a cape. I'm looking at comments right now. I need. I need a cape. Um. Oh, Dr. I should Strange put my Batman cowl, and I should do the whole thing with my Batman voice. Yeah. Oh First gosh. of all, it's not a cape; it's a cloak. Um. Oh, I just yeah. <laughs> point that out. Uh, That's true. Mom. My bad. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, hold on here. Let me pull up the graphic and uh, I want you guys just, you know, sit tight and, uh, amongst yourselves and just, you know, talk to each other. It's a thing now, you know, people talk to each other. Yeah. I, I like that. So Laura, what do you think of this list so far? Cause there are a couple books that are interesting to me. Like, I don't know what it is, but I super want to find these biker mice from Mars comics. <laughs> it's bugging I like me. anything from the nineties. I really do. If I can go back and just like snatch them all up, I wish I could have done that known back then well, I'm, I'm wondering what the chat was doing in 1993 what were you doing in 1993 laura i was we already in third heard from grade Tebow. aunt oh my god in 93 I was, I was a third grader it's like nine I, I was like clubbing and going to bars already <laughs> i was i was hustling dice in 93 in fifth grade oh no you were god. hustling pogs and slammers oh, pogs there you go pogs <laughs> speaking <laughs> of which um there is a um there is a let me load the graphic here for number one. Um, there is a um, how do I say? There is a show about a guy that did uh, got rich off of uh, bootlegging Pez dispensers on Netflix right now. So apparently he found a loophole that, and he was selling these rare Pez uh, toys because he found out that the, the that Pez international didn't have patent law in the u.s and so he was just selling them and he was making a ton of money off of those pez dispensers so just uh check it out i think it's called pez master or something like that but it's on netflix it's on my just growing ever growing watch list of things on netflix but let's get right into it all right you ready for number one i i got the graphic rolled up there we go. Number one, Batman, Superman, world's finest number 11 this is the jack white cover d which came out in 2023 First Biggie, then Eminem, Paul McCartney, and now Jack White. Jack White of the White Stripes makes his comic creation and debut with this cover, continuing the trend and dominance of books featuring musical artists. Each has appeared in our top 10 spot over the past several months, so he's in good company. Jack White also happens to be a massive comic book fan, especially those of the DC variety specifically Golden Age Batman and Superman, and the owner of many incredible keys. 
It's fitting he would debut on a Batman Superman centric book. A dream come true for a fellow nerd. We tracked 234 copies sold at a seven day trend of 372%, with a high sale of 112 for a raw copy and a near mint fair market value of $51. Telling you. Jack White, uh, Eminem, Biggie Smalls. Uh, I mean, if you if you think about it, <clears throat> it goes all the way back to Kiss, right? And they did their own comic from Marvel, you know. And the infamous is they they inked it with their own blood. Uh, another one was well, before I go on a tangent: Batman vs. and Superman, World's Finest Number One, the Jack White Three cover D variant for all you Stripes fans. Um, is mm. the what's interesting is back in, if you want to say like a Kiss. And then one album covers that I got is Joe Satriani, which is, uh, I believe, in Surfing the Alien or something like that. It's basically a Silver Surfer image that he put on his album cover. Later on, he got sued by Marvel, but I bought it. I bought the album, uh, Joe yeah. Satriani. So, uh, you know, music and comic books have always gone, you know, one and one. I mean, if I go back to Elvis. Elvis was reading comic books, was a huge comic book fan. And in, in the movie, he talks about being reading Captain Marvel Jr. Uh, you know, and he yeah. talks about the rock of eternity. I mean, that's a deep dive. I mean, you know, like, you know, once again, watch Elvis. It's very good. I can't. And that dude's voice is just like that in real life. He he didn't make his voice up for the Elvis film. He is that. I mean, you know, I gotta see it. You keep telling me that, and I've yet to see it. I'm not gay, but I'm just it. saying, man, he's a handsome man. He's a handsome yeah, they, man. They nailed that casting. It, he's he's uncomfortable to look at. Yeah, <laughs> vibrating his hips. I'm like, yo, I'm like my girls watching. I'm like, yeah, I'm watching it. It's kind of like when you're watching, like when Games of Game of Thrones was the thing, and then you know they had that sexy scene come on. You're watching with the girl, and you look at the ceiling so she doesn't get mad at you. It's the same thing. He's getting up there. This I'm like, eh, shit. <laughs> It's very well, and the music is top. The soundtrack is top notch because they mix old and new. They put some remix in it. Uh, it's pretty dope. But uh, we got to go because uh, Bird City has a show next. Uh, Laura, any last words? Yeah, guys, head over to Nearing Nirvana next. We are actually doing an entire show based 100% on Lee Bermejo. Another little fun thing, I'll let Anthony kind of elaborate here, but the Bird City Comics site is now officially a downloadable app. Yeah. 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 We're, we're official. Yeah. We got an app. So um, currently it's only available in the Apple store, but guys, it is coming to Google head over. If you guys don't mind, download it. Uh, obviously give us five stars, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. give it a try. Uh, it just launched yesterday. So um, I'm waiting for somebody to give us from the app. I'm, I almost did it myself. I'm not nah, it's cheating. I want it to be a real order that comes through, but yeah, yeah we're official. Sign up for it. And uh for those in the live chat, sorry, we're going to give away something. So you leave a comment once this video posts, just put in hashtag bird city and your boy Tebow is going to give away some stuff on Friday or Thursday show. Okay. As simple as that. Don't leave it. Don't say it now. After the show, after the video post in the comment section, make sure you like, if we get a hundred likes, which we normally do. We got 200 and something last few shows. Thanks to JB. I've been up everybody. So, uh, you know, Leave in the hashtag comment of Bird City, and we're going to pick a random comic, and we're going to give away some stuff. Maybe more than one stuff. I don't know. I'm feeling kooky. I'm feeling crazy. But uh, He'll give away thanks. more than one, Ed. He just hands shit out. Left well, and, 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 and as he should, because I'm going to tell you, Tivo, in February, 
you should see the lineup we got, boy. It's gonna be good. You're gonna be you're gonna be that guy. It's like here, you get a comic and you get a comic. We're gonna get you your Oprah. Oprah. Uh, and we haven't even mentioned the uh, eight billion genes number eight sold out on the Bird City <laughs> Comics website. But yes. in March, you'll be able to get a copy from my LCS Comics Tunes and Toys in Tustin, California. And Tony Fleek will be there. Tony Fleece will be there doing a signing and I may just hang out. If you want my signature, I don't know why you would I'll sign it, but I'm not going to sign the cover. I'm only going to sign the back and it's going to have the Lord's logo on it. So I'll just sign yep. on the back of it. Uh, but don't, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to impede on an artist's uh, interpretation on the cover. So, uh, so you'll get a chance in March if you missed out to, uh, on the 8 billion genies number eight. So uh, to, for Ant and Laura, this is Tebow saying, keep digging in them log boxes and peace out. Oh, that the Lord.